Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. On today's podcast, to platoon or not to platoon, I guess that's the question. This is Mark Holcomb with the Football Coaches Corner podcast. Now, uh, this podcast comes about uh, because of a, a discussion I've had the last couple of days through uh, email uh, with one of our listeners about platooning and schedules and you know practice schedules and things like that. If you go back and look at last week's uh, podcast or take a listen to that, you'll see that one of the things I talked about was you know a decision you had to make early is do you want a two platoon or not. So I want to dig a little bit deeper into that process thought process a little bit today and also uh, talk about how you know if you're going to be a two platoon team and you got one of those special kids how we've uh, you know incorporated that into practice time uh, with our kids too so uh, I I guess growing up you know I'd always uh, thought you know coming through little league and middle school and high school you just play your 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 best kids on both sides of the ball you know I think that philosophy's changed a lot lately with our play uh, coaches and our kids to be honest uh, so I think that's uh, you know just something I, I, I didn't know any different so I grew up on it you know when I was in middle school I think we probably played about 15 or 16 kids in the entire game and there might have been 40 on the team and <clears throat> kind of talk about the transition as I went through this too though so now my first uh, job or I guess when I was student teaching uh, worked at a school and we played kids on uh, both sides of the football too so it just kind of I guess fed into uh, what I was thinking about you know this is something you're going to have that you're going to always do now uh, I guess something really uh, interesting happened about year five or six when I was at my first school uh, we got a new coach who came in uh, the old coach were, uh, resigned and this guy came in and he was uh, uh, had come from a traditionally strong program and one of the big things they did was they were a two platoon team now you know i think we probably had the numbers to do it at the place we were at and uh you know we just never really thought about it and so uh obviously every coach who was there was very unsure you know how are we going to do this you know what are we going to do uh so we were all kind of just you know sitting back kind of waiting to see uh what was going to happen so uh basically what we did is we sat down in a room and we drafted and uh, the head coach who was the offensive coordinator he took the running back and the quarterback and he said all right defense you have the next 11 guys so you draft who you want to uh so you know our running back was a very good player probably one of the the best athletes in our program uh in terms of quarterback we had had an all-conference quarterback the year prior but and he was back but our head coach said we're going to take that kid and we're going to we're going to put him at linebacker and he was probably a 210 pound you know quarterback so uh that was a uh, obviously a, a shock when you take your you know your your all-conference quarterback and put him back over uh at linebacker and we brought in a wide receiver uh who could play quarterback now so and this is all predicated back to guys this is this is the 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 the, the mid to late 90s so you know we were we were an eye football team uh, counter power gap, you know, just, uh, you know, kind of uh, things like that. So I think it's a little bit different. So it wasn't as important who the quarterback was in that, in that type of thing 
as it was the, uh, the, the running back. You know, the running back was the guy. Uh, we're, I think we were really worried was our, our D-line and O-line. You know, we, uh, we took some kids that uh, moved uh, over to the offensive line that were, you know, backups the year before at best that hadn't played much on the JV. And uh, so that was where I think we worried at. Now, I, I, uh, I don't want to spoil it because I'm going to kind of tell you how the ending, since this story has a happy ending. But, um, you know, early in the season we struggled a lot, and we struggled on – the offensive side of the ball, uh, you know, defensively, uh, we had all of our best players on there and we were, uh, pretty sound defensively and, and they were keeping us in a lot of games. Now, as we got into the conference, those kids that were playing offense, the, especially the offensive linemen, the ones were, who were doing that every single day. All right. Were you know, they were starting to get better at it. We were starting to realize the things we could and could not do on the offensive side of the ball. And our defense just kept getting, you know, better and better and better. Now, I will say that uh, part of my feeling about this was, you know, our defense beat our offense up pretty good in practice. And, uh, you know, as a, as a head coach, that makes you feel pretty good. Uh, you know, that happened last year with our JV program at the school I'm at now. You know, we couldn't move the ball uh, on our defense at all. And we were worried if we were going to win a football game. Well, when we got into uh, our first game, the other team didn't move the ball either, and we started moving it. So our def our offense just got better and better and better by playing against that defense. But there is a time at which you have to worry about, you know, how are these kids going to respond if they just keep getting beat down all the time in practice. But, you know, in, in both situations, I think, uh, you know, these things have, have, have worked for, for our advantage and, and have done really well. Uh, now, to make a long story short, um, we ended up winning the conference. Uh, that year, the first year of the two platoon. And uh, our running back was a very good player. And, you know, he was a kid who probably carried the ball 30 to 35 times a game. Uh, we slowed the game down at that point and played really good defense. So uh, from that point on, I guess, uh, you know, I was kind of sold. I thought, you know, this is probably the best way to do it, any place I want to go. Uh, so fast forward, uh, I moved to a, to a new school as a uh, – as a position coach, and there's a new head coach there who actually coached me in high school, and so we talked about this, and we decided, you know, we're going to try to do as much as we can, uh, you know, to platoon. And now, I guess my philosophy, and this has been reestablished again a couple of times in my career, uh, if you have a stud skill player, I think, you know, you can take that stud skill player and he can play both sides of the ball. You know, if you've got a, a DB and a wide receiver, I think they can play both sides. Uh, I think you have to pick what their main spot's going to be, and then if they need to rest, then they rest on the opposite side. And I'll kind of break that down a little bit for you too. Now, um, the reason I say this was this was uh, you know reinforced is because uh, I just took a job at a new school. I was the head coach at at a, at a, a bigger school with about fourteen or fifteen hundred kids. Uh, you know, we had one hundred twenty kids in our program, so we didn't have any problem to platooning. So, took a job at a new school, and I was thinking to myself, you know, this is a ninth and tenth grade. Uh, you know, our practices are going to be short because every kid's going to play, you know, uh, one position. We're going to just, you know, it's going to roll through this thing. We don't have to put a JV team. Well, we ended up with about 45 kids. Uh, we ended up with five kids who had actually played a snap of football before. So now we had to actually train every kid in our program to play an offensive position as a specific position and a defensive position as a specific. So now we were 
truly one platooning. Everybody was playing. We probably played out of those 45 kids, we probably played 25 of them uh, every snap on everything just because of our the sheer numbers and the talent and the things that we had. Uh, fast forward to the next year, we were 9, 10, and 11. Uh, we had 75 kids in our program, and some of you guys probably, you know, there might be guys that have turned this off a long time ago. If you're at a school with 2,000, 3,000 kids and you've got, you know, 200 kids in your football program, there's no reason for you not to, to platoon. But if you're, uh, you know, at a smaller school, I think you can do this with, uh, you know, some numbers. You know, uh, again, we had 75 kids and we played a JV and a varsity. Uh, so that was a struggle to do it. Now we are obviously all four grades. Uh, we're within between 100 this year. Uh, because of the COVID to about 115 kids, depending on which year it is. Uh, so uh, our philosophy has not changed uh, at all. Right now, I would say on our football team this year, we're probably looking at about four kids who can play both ways, but they'll have a, a, a primary position, uh, you know, on one side of the ball or the other. So, so how do you practice that? All right, so let's go back and let's use that. Uh, uh, defense, defensive back and wide receiver. So let's just say I am a DB first and foremost. You know, the defensive side of the ball has got to be the most important. So that's where I'm going to play. I'm going to play defensive back. So defensive back is going to be my primary position. Wide receiver is going to be my secondary position. So let's say that you're practicing uh, four days a week. You're practicing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And one of those days is going to be your, your no sweat kind of uh, fast walkthrough type, you know, ghost game situation. So we would take uh, two of those days and you would, you would go with your individual defensive back group and you would practice all your indie with your DBs. Uh, on the third day, you would take your indie period with your other side. So now you would go with a wide receiver. Now, how do you get your reps? You get your reps during group time all right so that's where you can kind of steal reps so let's say you're a defensive back and we're running our opponents uh our opponent's scout offense for pascal well you're getting that you know you're getting your db reps then then let's say we flip it and we run our offense against the defense's pascal well now you can flip over to offense and you can get your 10 to 12 reps that day or six reps or eight reps, whatever it is, during that period, okay? Let's say you're a linebacker and a tight end or a linebacker and a running back. Well, same thing during inside. When we're doing the scout O, you're playing defense. When we're doing the scout D, you're playing offense. So it starts to kind of work out and you start to get reps. Same thing in a team setting. So now you're able to get those reps and, and, and figure that out as you go. So it just increases the amount of time that you're getting you're still, you know, taking that one thing now. I think you have to have an understanding with, uh, you know, your your coaches and your kid. If that kid is a primary defensive player and he's playing offense, he he's got to rest on offense. So he's you got to figure out a way for somebody else to play for that kid. If if you know if he goes three series in a row, he's not going to look at the defensive coach and say, Coach, I can't play defense this this series because he needs to rest on his secondary position. Because again, that, that's just, you know, kind of the thought I think you have to have. 
with that. And I think I, our coaches have done a good job of, of doing those things. Now, obviously also, you know, fast forward to 2021, some of these kids are not used to playing both ways. It's a mentality. You know, we have schools, we're in North Carolina, we have schools in the mountains that have 25 kids on their team, schools at the beach that have 25 kids on their team. Those kids never come off. It's Ironman football. And it's just a philosophy, and it's known that that's what you're going to do. And then you come to a, a school with larger numbers, and, you know, the kids can still play both ways, and they can play both ways all the time. But it's just a uh, – I guess it's a more of a mentality that you have to kind of breed into that. Now, you know, one thing about it is when you're playing kids uh, one way, also the kids in the hallway start to look around and say, okay, there's, there's 22 positions on offense and defense and another 11 on special teams so i've got a chance to play more so you're getting those kids your 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 offensive linemen you know I, we do not two platoon offensive and defensive linemen unless i will say i'll, I'll throw a caveat in there unless we have a, a a injury so like our our number three tackle may be a defensive lineman so if we have an injury then we may do that um we will also do like a special package thing with limited play. So maybe a goal line defense, maybe you've got a 300-pound guard. Uh, you want to stick him in it, you know, nose guard on your goal line defense to take away a quarterback sneak. Um, you know, we ha we run a, a single wing package and we run a double-type power-eye package on offense on short yardage. So we brought some defensive linemen or linebackers over and put them at tight end or fullback or power back or – you know, wherever it might be in those short yardage uh, packages. And, again, we might run four plays out of that package. So you're, you're limited with what you're teaching, and we're not going to base out of that. That's not going to be something that we're going to, you know, play with all the time. But, you know, I think as, a, as I've gone through this more and more and more, I think the, the philosophy of if I can, uh, I'm going to try to two-platoon as much as possible. And, again, you know, those those freshman offensive linemen, and this has happened quite a bit, those kids that are freshmen that are awkward, that are kind of gawky, uh, you put them on the offensive line, and then the next thing you know, they grow and get stronger. Uh, you've got to be willing to say, okay, this kid now is good enough to go play defense. So he can go to the other side of the football. If you're, you know, your defensive coaches uh, feel like that and they want him and they need him, I think you have to be able to, uh, to do that as a coach. So, so uh, again, I thank, thank you guys for the question uh, this week about uh, the two platoon based off last week's webinar and about, you know, how to practice those things. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening uh, to the podcast today. Um, if this is your first time listening, I would ask you to, uh, you know, hit the subscribe button, leave us a rating or review. Uh, your, your ratings help move us up the, uh, the rankings. Feel free to share this podcast with anybody else. Guys, if you have uh, topics or questions you would like to uh, get a, a conversation or some dialogue going, you can uh, reach us on t our Twitter, which is at FB Coaches Corner, or email us, which is what we did this past week with a coach, uh, at FB Coaches Corner at gmail.com. Um, I'd like for you to uh, invite you to visit our website, which is footballcoachescorner.com, for information about video scout checklist, uh, game planning templates. All those things are available. We also have some free downloads that people took advantage of this past week and access to our previous podcast. Um, if you have any topics that you would like for us to cover, coaches, uh, just, just hit us up during this time and, again, through Twitter or email, and we'll get to those topics. Um, 
I know we're a lot. We're all in a different kind of season of our. You know, some of us are through with the season. Some of us are getting ready to start the season. Uh, so it's just kind of different right now. And so we'll try to uh, keep the topics coming with uh, you know various things about what you know in out of season stuff, in season stuff. So we'll you know kind of try to hit all those topics. So uh, thanks again for listening, coaches. And until next time, continue to coach with pride, passion, and a purpose.